Hello, welcome back to our podcast series. Today we're here talking with two of our staffing specialists, Katie and Vandana. We'll be discussing some of the most frequently asked questions they receive from adjusters. But let's start it off with each of you telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. Katie, can you get us started? Yeah, hey guys, I'm Katie. I'm originally from Kansas City, Kansas, um, well that area, Johnson County area. I've been with Eberl since February of this year, working as a staffing specialist, and I moved to Denver in 2015 with my husband. Um, also, I previously worked with a nonprofit before joining the Eberl team. Perfect. Thanks for sharing, Katie. Vandana, can you give the listeners a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Vandana Ruchlani. I am also a staffing specialist with Eberl's. Um, I've been here since May of 2018. Um, I completed my master's in human resources in 2014. I worked in recruitment within the ID industry. Um, I came to Denver in 2016 and was involved with Denver 4-H before I joined Eberl Claim Service. Thanks, ladies. We're so lucky to have both of you as members of our staffing team. Without further ado, let's jump into some of the top questions we get from adjusters on a regular basis. Vandana, can you explain how I get on the Eberl roster? Absolutely. So the first step is for you to go onto our website, www.eberls.com, to apply. Um, you need to click on the apply to be an adjuster or a cat adjuster, daily adjuster, or a CSR. We've got these three positions pretty much open constantly. Um, you need to create a login to submit an application. Um, once you complete the online application, you will log into our website, um, which will give you access to our dashboard, where you've got to complete some processes before you're officially active on the roster. Um, it includes a short phone interview with the staffing team um, to complete a background check, a consent form, and an I-9. Now, this all sounds like it's a lot of work, but it really does not take time at all. It's a five to ten minute conversation with staffing specialists. We tell you what we expect of you, what Eberl's can do for you, what trainings we offer, and you can answer, um, you can ask any questions you have as well. Um, the consent form is a simple one-click consent form. Um, the background check is all online. You don't have to go anywhere to do this. Um, it's all at home. Um, and the remote I-9 is remote. You don't have to have an employer verify it. You can have your anyone from your friends, family, neighbor do it for you. Um, once that is done, you are on our active roster. Um, we also suggest that you opt in for our text messaging service and um, download the Eberl app from the App Store um, so that you can, you know, stay in the know and know what we need from you or what assignments we have. Um, and once you are on our roster, um, the staffing team does a pretty good job of checking in regularly, um, giving you suggestions about what you can do, letting you know what you need to complete or what you've already done. Sounds good. And I think a super easy way to opt in for our text messaging is to text the word subscribe to 88979. So once I'm on the roster, how and when when will I get deployed and how often? Well, um, deployments are very, well, adjusting in general is very cyclical in nature. It's always going to be dependent on the weather. Um, so most deployment opportunities for a new adjuster is going to be during, um, say, like a large weather event. Um, something like a hurricane. And that's because we can have trainers and managers on site there to help you succeed and, and make sure that you're getting the training that you need so that you can go far in this career. Um, another part of it is, is licenses. So the more licenses you have, the more opportunities you're going to have. The average adjuster has about 12 licenses and I, I believe I heard the average Eberl adjuster has 16. So just some numbers to keep in mind. Good. 
So adjusters also want to know how long do assignments typically last and for how many hours a week can I expect to work? Um, so the, it depends on the damage and the severity of the storm or the weather um, or the catastrophic event, however you want to say it. It depends on, it also depends on the number of claims generated. It could last for a few days, a few weeks, a few months. I've seen some even last past a year. It honestly depends. Um, one thing to keep in mind is, you know, all it, it's good to be prepared to be away from home for long periods of time. So have your, your bag packed and all your supplies packed ready to go for when you get that call. Um, you could be working, or an adjuster could be working um, 50 hours a week up to 84 hours a week, depending on the client's needs as well. Sounds good. So that kind of leads us into a discussion about the cost of being an adjuster. So who pays for licensing, who pays for training, who pays for travel, all of that good stuff. Okay, so um, part of being an adjuster is that you are responsible for your own expenses. Um, so this includes everything from lodging to licenses to training to travel. Um, and like Katie said earlier, licenses and training are really an investment in your own career. So um, the more licenses you have, the more trainings you have, um, it's obviously going to give you a competitive advantage, um, open more doors of opportunity for you. Um, you're not limiting yourself to only one kind of deployment in that case um, we offer a wide range of training and services um, to make this as affordable and accessible as possible for all adjusters on our roster um, you can log into the learning center in your profile see what trainings we offer we offer multiple um, exactimate programs um, we offer client specific certifications um, some of them are online some of them are classroom we have a great rope and harness training that we offer we've got a pretty cool roof that changes its steepness so I think that's pretty neat um, another thing that we really recommend especially for newer adjusters is product identification um, for somebody like me who has no idea what things go into making a house I think that's very advantageous um, I know what there's there's no 10 different kinds of drywall probably and I think that training module really helps um, newer adjusters know what to expect when they go out into the field or even when they're doing an in-office assignment just so that you can recognize products and know how much it costs or how much um, damage they've or how they've been damaged just so that you can do a better job as an adjuster. Um, also for travel, um, we have negotiated discounts with the Omni Park West in Dallas um, if you are taking any trainings with us over there, as well as extended Stay America hotels across the country that we provide for adjusters. Nice. Those are great discounts. Um, so talking about licensing just a little bit more, since that is such an investment, what are the best licenses to get? How many should I get? So at the very least, you should at least have a home state or a designated home state license. Um, from there, if you're interested in being a field adjuster, anywhere between 10 to 15 licenses is a good number. Um, usually most adjusters start with the Gulf states because that is where traditionally a lot of hurricane activity occurs. And um, we're able to send out a lot of adjusters in one go. Um, during hail season, the Midwest states are ideal. Now, if you're looking to be more a desk adjuster, um, if that is where you're more inclined, um, the general rule of thumb is have as many as possible. 
Um, you never know which license might be required for an in-office assignment, and not every license can be obtained prior to beginning a deployment. Um, a lot of times, um, the number of licenses you have has a significant impact on who is kept on the assignment um, when downsizing begins to occur um, at these clients' offices. Um, you're more valuable to keep around than someone who may only have um, say two or three licenses. Um, New York, California, Hawaii, these are states that really, really give you an advantage, especially New York. I mean, that is notorious to get, mm -hmm. expensive to maintain, and not a lot of people in the industry have it. Um, so just to recap, um, have as many licenses as possible. It really adds value to your profile as an adjuster, whether you're field or in office. Um, license procedures vary state by state. They're very specific. Some of them require CE credits. Some of them don't. Some require background checks. So just feel free to give us a call. Send us an email. We've got a great licensing team on board who will help us out with any questions regarding licensing. Great. So something else we also are asked frequently is the difference between CAT and daily claims. Katie, can you speak to a couple of the differences between the two? So there are quite a few differences between um, CAT claims and daily claims. CAT claims tend to be a result of large events, um, such as a hurricane. And the claim types will be pretty repetitive. Uh, so you'll be working like a wind hail claim and flood claims, most likely. They typically are deployed anywhere in the U.S. Um, that's both for field and in office. So you could be working an in-office job and still be deployed somewhere where you do not live um, or where there's... Quite often. Yeah, quite often. Um, and typically during CAT events, you're going to have a larger volume of claims for an extended period of time. But the length of uh, deployment can vary from, you know, a few weeks to several months. It honestly just depends on how how much damage is created by that storm. Um, as far as daily claims, they, they require a wide skill set um, because you're going to be dealing with a wider variety of claim types, such as like the, uh, sorry, BUSD, sewer backup, um, vandalism, ice freeze damming, you think it, you name it, it's probably something you'll be handling. Um, and carriers normally request uh, for daily claims that the adjuster has two years of experience. Daily claims are also not caused by a single event. Therefore, they're very sporadic in nature. So there's times where you're going to possibly have maybe one claim a week, and then there's, you know, going to be several weeks worth no claims, and then, you know, you could be overloaded with claims. It, it just depends on um, the carrier's needs in that area. Great. So that's a great distinction. Daily claims adjusters typically stay local to the area. Right. So overall, what can I do to stand out as an adjuster for Eberl? Okay, so um, one of the easiest and the most important things you can do is to keep in regular contact with us. Um, there are several ways you can do that. You can either give us a call, um, send us an email, send us a text message, update your availability in the mobile app, whatever is convenient to you. Um, during a hurricane season, especially where we are in right now, um, we kind of hope to hear from adjusters several times in a month. Um, two or three is ideal so that we can update your experience, 
your certifications, um, any training you took, any new licenses you obtained, um, so that we have all that relevant and updated information from you. We can send it to our clients when they want it and be able to find a better assignment for our adjusters. Um, so while we may not have a deployment opportunity for you the moment you call in, we really appreciate you keeping in contact as it helps us know who's available and ready to go. Um, and that is something that we absolutely, I mean, that definitely does set adjusters apart. Um, also, um, you know, when you call in and you stay in contact with us, we're able to tell you what you can do to better your chances for deployment. Um, other than that, keeping up to date with training in the industry. Um, Xactimate is something that we, I mean, we've got adjusters who've been in this industry 20 years. They still take Xactimate training and till date they say that every time they take a training, they learn something new. So this industry is not a one and done deal that, oh, I'm certified, I took a training, I don't have to learn anything ever again. No, things is things are constantly changing. Policies are being updated every day. New products are being put into construction every other day. So you need to be up to date and keep up with the trends. Um, so yeah, the insurance industry is changing. Grow your knowledge base throughout your career. That can also definitely help you to stand out. Um, also, we cannot stress the importance of this, but licenses are, I mean, they're absolutely essential. Always good to have them before a deployment rather than get deployed, then start applying for licenses. Um, the more licenses you have, the more it adds value to your profile. Um, also, if you want to get a personalized review of your profile from our staffing department, always, like I said, give us a call, send us an email. Mm -hmm. We'll be more than happy to help you. We always love hearing from adjusters. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and sharing all that info, ladies. I'm sure that was great info for adjusters who have been on our roster and for those who want to get on it. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having us. It's been great.